Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's get right to it. I see Woods and Paul have a... uh... A special guest sitting alongside them at Padres Fantasy Camp in Peoria, guys. Yeah, we do. We got uh, former Padres catcher Nick Hundley, now special assistant to the GM of the Texas Rangers, one of the probably the most talked about teams in the offseason, uh, the Texas Rangers making moves. How are you, man? Great. Good to see you guys again. Good to have you again. Uh, ben is under the false impression that you're this really nice, quiet guy. <laughs> and I said, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Get him between the lines. And uh, managing a ball club, it's a different story. Uh, we played against you guys yesterday. We lost, of course, because that's what we do. We are literally the team to beat. We are the best at losing. We're the best at losing uh, here at Fantasy Perfect. Camp. Uh, but, Nick, you know, watching you out there yesterday, I'm sitting there going, "Why? so why are you in the front office now? Why aren't you down on the field doing instructs and coaching and bench coaching? What's, what's the story there? Um, you know, the, the front office side has been awesome. Has I've it? I've really, really enjoyed learning. Um, you know, being on field for, for my whole career, yeah. it's great to get a different perspective, see all the moving parts, what goes in on, you know, thankfully with the Rangers and, and CY and our ownership, um, they give us a lot of latitude. We have the opportunity to talk about every single player in the league. You know, you get to sign players like Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher in the world. It's amazing. We can go and talk about everybody. So it's a really, really cool uh, experience. But at the same time, it's fun to be out there and talk trash to you guys. Yeah, it was. You did talk a lot of trash uh, <laughs> yesterday. Uh, you and I had a conversation off air about CY. Chris Young, of course, former Padres uh, pitcher. And, and I'll say it, man, one of the probably the top three smartest guys in the game of baseball. He's just a smart guy. He He's a presence. Uh, we said it years ago on our show. Wouldn't surprise us if CY is running the league, uh, you know, running the running the entire thing someday. Um, tell us about working with him on a day to day basis. Yeah, I think I learned early. He when I was catching him. Yeah, um, coming up, he taught me a lot about preparation and what it meant to be a big leaguer and what it meant to go about your daily process in a, in a high level. Um, and I was really fortunate to be around him there. And you know, he takes that into everything. So he's a, he's one of those guys that is, will be successful in whatever he uh, whenever he does um and he's like fiercely competitive too i can tell you some stories of him just getting after it um and how how fierce and how fiery he is and uh, 
you know, when he's not playing and when he's not competing, he's hanging out just like this. Nicest really guy. Nicest guy in the world. <laughs> but you put him on the mound, you put him between the lines, and his game on. You're all lunatics. Every yeah. single one of you guys <laughs> no is an absolute lunatic. There's yeah. no question. Betty? You know, obviously bringing Bruce Bochy back to the organization. Now, you didn't actually get to play for Bochy on the big league level, right? When you were coming up there at the Peoria Sports Complex, he was manager for a couple of years. But by the time he got to the big leagues, you played for Bud Black. But I thought it was interesting what CY said that this wasn't just because of their relationship, that he really felt like Boach was the right manager uh, for the Texas Rangers right now with what they're trying to do. Yeah, for sure. I, I was, uh, yeah, I missed Boach in San Diego, but then I played for him in, for two years in San Fran. So I got to play for Boach for, for uh, two full years, which is amazing. Um, and I think CY cast a really good vision for Boach and then delivered on it. You know, we went out and talked to, and we, we hired Mike Maddox, um, as well, unbelievable pitching coach, and those types of people, and then Will Venable as well, um, bringing those types of people into the organization and building the, building it out, um, and then delivering on what you say you're going to deliver on. Um, it was a really, really good offseason. Talking to uh, former Padres catcher Nick Hunley uh, here on Ben and Woods this morning, and, and don't take this as an insult. I don't know how to, I don't know how to look at the Texas Rangers and what they've done. Obviously, you see there's improvements. Yeah, there's going to be improvements. You look at that division, and you look at at what Houston's been doing. They're 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 kind of the gold standard. You know, a lot yeah. of people talk about the Dodgers and and this that, but when it counts, you know, the the Houston Astros have really been the gold standard for the last few years on how they do things. I, I said it a few weeks ago. If the Rangers were not one hundred and five games, it wouldn't surprise me. If they lost, you know, ninety games, I, it wouldn't surprise me either. I just don't know how to how to market. What is the the feel for you guys in the organization? Yeah, the feel is. We have a lot of a lot of talented players, and we have a lot of talented coaching, um, and we have a talented front office. So we're excited to roll. Let, I mean, let the chips fall where yeah, they nothing, may. And that's the thing. Like the nothing, the game owes you nothing. Nothing is guaranteed. You can go out and prognosticate, um, say, "Hey, we want to win X, Y, Z." But at the end of the day, it's about going out and doing it every day. And obviously, the, the Astros have done an amazing job of doing it. And uh, you know the depth that they have. It just keeps coming. You know, well, they've you, done a great job. You saw in the World Series, I mean, yeah. you know, other teams are running out of, of starting pitching, and they're like, well, we've got seven starting pitchers, so we yeah. can throw anybody anytime we want. It's yeah. it's truly remarkable. I feel um, like it's a Padre fantasy camp. Like, your team's running out of pitching. We have plenty of pitching. Yeah, you have plenty you know, of pitching. We have arms for days, <laughs> you know, because we drafted arms. So we could play two today, full arm, and be ready to roll. So, you know. I don't even know who to compare us to. <laughs> I, I mean, we're, we're just – we have a guy on our team. He's seventy-five years old, and for some reason, my managers uh, insist on letting him run in in key <laughs> situations. Just let him run. He's seventy-five years old. I'm like, you know, you can pinch run. You can move. Do guys? Gonna... I don't want to tell those guys how to do their job, though. That's yeah. Fine. So we're, low great. and mud. Yeah, hey, low and mud. Yeah. You're, you're worst, terrible, hey, man. You know what? This is worst managers. Yeah, this they're is the worst. Managers. Managers. You know, they don't take it seriously. Are they on the hot seat? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Oh, they are on the hot seat. They're, they're, they're on the hot seat. Yeah, they lose our third game and. Mud just, or, uh, Loretta goes, well, if you got any drugs to use, now would be a good time to use them. <laughs> Mud, you got anything to say? Mud goes, nope. Nah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Mud shut it down in the second inning yesterday when we were playing you guys. He really did. We played seven innings. He did. By the second, he, he was sleeping over there. Yep, he was. I've had, I've had half your team come and ask for a trade to our team. <laughs> Mud shows up about two minutes before first base. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's probably time for the organization to make a change. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you miss most about playing? Um, the competition. Um, testing your skills against the best people in the world, best players in the world every single day. 
um, is an awesome adrenaline rush. And so that competition I miss. And then hanging out with the guys on the plane and playing cards, stuff yeah. like that. It's awesome. The locker room and, and all that stuff. Uh, one of our uh, one of our listeners, Alex, said, all right, you got to ask Nick Conley to talk you through, which is probably a player's favorite thing to do. Yeah. Talk us through your 16th inning walk-off home run against the Reds, yes. uh, 2009. You said it's the content we all need. Okay, so at about the seventh inning, Kevin Kuzminoff comes up, and he comes off and says, hey, Nick Lachey's here. And this is when Nick Lachey and Jessica, Nick Lachey. Simpson, <laughs> Je- and Jessica Simpson are hanging out. So he's sitting right behind the dugout, or right behind the on-deck circle. Yeah. So I come up in the bottom of the ninth, and he's sitting with his boys. He's a big Reds fan. Huge Reds fan. So we're playing the Reds. And he's like, I'm talking trash. I'm like, that's my favorite thing in the world. You love trash. to talk I trash. Do. So Nick Lachey's sitting right there. I say, Nick, you guys ready to go home? I'm going deep. It's over. They're going nuts. I strike out. So they're, no, going, no. <laughs> they're going They're all over me. I come up in the 11th. Again, hey, boys, they're still there. There's like six of them. It's over. I'm going deep. I strike out again. Oh and my I have God. to walk back right in front of them every time I strike <laughs> out. So come up in the 14th, say the same thing. They walk me. Intentional walk, and they're going nuts. 16th inning, I'm like, all right, they're still there. It was unbelievable. I was like, this is the day I became best friends with Nick Lachey. Then uh, I'm like, guys, done. Walk off Homer, and the pile we jump and pile it on, and yeah. we end up right next to on Dexter right on Nicholas Shea, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, let's go!" <laughs> Fourth times the charm. Fourth time, yeah, I can say I'm going deep as many times as I want. It's great. As long as you do it, doesn't but, matter. But, yeah, I'm gonna try that today. I'm yeah, gonna try just keep that saying, today. just keep telling yourself, keep that. telling myself I'm gonna it's do gonna something happen. good. Yeah. So, and then Micah Owings was pitching, and who a former pod, and I was so tired. He threw a fastball like right by me, and I swung like I'm swinging underwater. And then, thankfully, he hung me a slider and I hit it out. Did you catch the whole game? That yeah, day? I caught the whole game. 16-inning <laughs> game. Uh, I was talking to, to Riley Westman uh, the other day about, about the catching position, and it, it is certainly, I think, it's the most fascinating uh, position in baseball. You know, it really is because it's really the only position where you have you're, – you're relied everywhere for your offense and defense, certainly. Um, but the catching position, you, you know, a lot of guys call a game. They got to work with the pitchers the right way. They, you need to be in sync and all of that. And and for you, uh, was it nerve wracking when you first came up trying to manage all of that? And just how difficult is it? Yeah, I mean, when I came up, it was Cy, Randy Wolf, Jake Peavy, Greg Maddox. You better have your like, ass together. You better not mess this up. You know, like, it's not like we have a bunch of young guys that I've jacked it up for before. Yeah, yeah in the minor leagues. Come up yeah, with like, yeah, yeah. You have like. Uh, yeah, those. But yeah, I think the first, my first, maybe my second or third game, I caught Greg Maddox. And Good like, God! Really, this is what's going on, and he was really specific on how he wanted me to set up. And of not course, moving. he was. So I'm just sitting back there, like, okay, don't screw it up. Like, okay, perfect. Well, then so you get through the inning, and then you got to grab a bat, and then you got to go out and hit major league pitching too. You got to yeah. contribute there. Uh, you got to contribute with preparation. You got to know the hitter. I mean, it's it's really involved. It's a really involved thing. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, that part, that's the part I missed, too, is the strategy of it. Like, going in there and figuring out how to get the best hitters. Like, trying to get Mike Trout out four times today is a, a monumental task. So, figuring out different ways with different guys. And then, guess what? you got to play them again the next day. Who's the uh, who's the biggest loon you ever played with? Like, pitcher. Like, the, the guy where you're like, all right, bro, like, you got to – you need to dial it in. Like, he was yeah. just kind of all over the place. It was, Heath, or it was Heath the, Bell, wasn't it? The, 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 no. the toughest guys. To, maybe not tough to work with, but just, like – you never knew what you were going to get. You know what? One of my favorite guys that would come in was a former pod, Dale Thayer. Dale Thayer. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. He would, like, chew this military-grade chewing gum that was supposed to, like, snipers just supposed to keep you up for, like, three days. And he would pop, like, six of them before he came <laughs> oh my in. God. And his eyes would be so red. And you're like, dude, 
take a breath. Just relax. Heart, I feel like his heart, his heart was, was about to explode. explode. <laughs> and like you're talking to him, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? He, did he have a big hook? Was he, did he have a big a slider hammer slider? Just threw like like the short righty that just yeah. threw gas just at the top gas. of his own. That's oh, right. That's so like Nick funny. Martinez with his dry shot of energy powder that yeah. he chews on before the game. We're talking to Nick you. Hundley at Padres Fantasy Camp. I wanted to ask you, Nick. I don't know if you saw the. Padres uh, international signing the catcher Ethan Salas from Venezuela. Yep. Uh, now you were a second round draft pick that that gives you at least some you know like okay the organization's invested something in me they're gonna give me some time. Can you imagine though being the guy you know the the number one sixteen year old prospect internationally ranked number one as a catcher? Now we can't expect to see him on the big league level for you know several years at the catching <laughs> yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's probably a lot of weight to put on your shoulders at the age of sixteen. Yeah, so I was in the Dominican a couple months ago, like in November, watching our our new signings, and it's amazing the the level of competition going on down there. We signed a a kid from uh, from the Bahamas, a big prospect too. So it's it's fun to see those kids, but at the same time, yeah, you're 16 years old. You know, you don't know what's going to happen and where you're going to be in in five six years. So um, so it's amazing crapshoot for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun to see those guys and. Uh, it's not like the NFL or NBA. You pay somebody $6 million in they're the playing. NFL, they're starting the next day. So um, that's the, the harder part with baseball and the fans and things like that, the, the patience that you have to have, and um, which isn't my strong suit and probably not society's strong suit at this this point either. But it, that's the, the process for sure. Speaking of the Dominican, I saw Jorge Alfaro was named the most valuable player of the Dominican series uh, that they their team won last night. So, Smashing, man. Uh, you yeah. know, but we we had fun with him last season and all of his walk offs for the San Diego Padres with your your walk off story as well. That guy had some flow though. I mean, he was a significant story uh, for the Padres last season, even though uh, they didn't keep him around for another year. Yeah, Jorge's had a really good career, like sneaky good career. Um, big prospect coming up, so I think he signed, he signed with Boston. Boston, maybe? yeah, Boston, yeah, yeah. He'll do a good job. Um, it's tough as as the as the uh, the metrics and all that stuff get get involved. Um, I think sometimes people lose a little bit of sight of production because um, I think he can do a really good job. He's a, he's a big league catcher for sure. Let me ask you this: the uh, the, the talk about the automate, automated strike zone yeah. coming in. Um, we're working with a one one count out here. You know, everybody comes up one and one. It's not great uh, when you're hitting. It's kind of fun when you're pitching, except if you're mean, you can't throw a strike. It sucks because you have one extra ball. Uh, but for you, a, a guy that dedicated his life to catching and learning the craft and where to be and how to be shifty and where to put the glove and yeah. how to steal a strike or two or whatever, um, you in favor of the automa- automated strike zone? Because you had to hit, too. Yeah, no, I hate it. Um, you hate it? I hate it. Uh, I think, and for me, my career would have helped me because I wasn't the most – um, I was always lower in the ratings of, of pitch framing metrics. Sure. That was not one of my strong suits. So um, it would have helped me in my career. But I think the way that the umpires are graded so heavily now, like they're doing a really good job. It's not – I think you're fixing a problem that really doesn't totally exist. Yeah, guys will miss pitches sure. every now and then. But that's part of the game. Like the anticipation – when a fan comes to the game, they anticipate action, right? The anticipation of that action sometimes is greater than that event actually occurring. So now you've taken away any arguments on the bases. You're going to take away any arguments, any interaction between players and staff and, and umpires and stuff like that. And then if you look at TV, like the box that the Padres put up is going to be different than the box that the Rangers put up, which is different than the box that the Cardinals put up. So how do you know what strikes on? They should put up a uniform box on these broadcasts, which – you can put a man on the moon. You can put a man on the like, – you can put uniformed put box. umpire boxes yeah. and say, hey, this is what the umpires are graded on. 
Like, this is how it's done. And you see some of these younger guys coming up are, sh- like, getting every pitch right. It's yeah. unbelievable. These yeah. Guys are, and some of the, you know, some of the guys have been using this system consistently for years. They're shooting 98, 99%. You, I mean, Doug Eddings, though, you, you, you watch a couple games with some of the Padre games. You're like, bro, and I get it. It's a 98-mile-an-hour sinker. It's never been seen before, whatever. I, I couldn't do it in a million years, but I'm not paid to do it. Yeah. I'm not paid to do it. And you watch some of these games, and you're like, you're, you're killing us. You're literally, you're <laughs> killing us. You're ripping my soul. If there's technology, and if they can get it right, don't you want to get it right? And now you're the front office. Like you, don't you want to yeah. get it right, right? Do you yeah. think, and do you think they can? Do you think there's a way to get every call right? No, I don't think there's a way. Okay. I mean, maybe. If you, yeah, we haven't ABS, seen it yet. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, you know, I think it's going to be hard. And I think people think, oh, it's going to help the offense. I think it's going to go the other way. I think it'll help the pitching too. Yeah, because you talk, do, throw these top corner pitches yes. that don't get called yes. that nobody can hit. Yep. And all of a sudden, and the like, spinners okay, that catch a, catch yeah, a corner. Yeah, that's a. I have to swing at that. I got to swing at that. That's a strike. Yeah. So, you know, there'll be a learning curve. There'll be adjustment period. And guys are so good and athletic and and able to adjust. They'll figure it out. But yeah, I don't like it. Well, man, this was uh, this is an awesome, awesome interview. I appreciate uh, appreciate you letting us ruin your image of uh, a nice guy and, <laughs> yeah, and all that. I love that Nick Lachey story, though. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. Don't believe the hype. Yeah. Uh, the headline today is Nick Hunley, not a nice guy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, hey. Other one. Hey, uh, also, Nick, if you're out there listening, I'm still waiting for your call. This is like 15 years later, but I'll still be best friends with you. <laughs> Anytime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 